Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to Beyond the Plate RVA. I am your host, Rebecca Pierce. I'm also your creative transformation mindset strategist and chief bakeologist at Maggie's Cupcake Cafe. We're back with yet another fantastic podcast episode. I have a wonderful guest for you guys. I can't wait for you to meet her. But first, let's do some some house cleaning or some house notes, as we say in theater, so to speak. This show is brought to you by RLP Productions. This is the producer of the show, and we are recording live from the Culture Mix Studios here in Richmond, Virginia. And <laughs> our other co-host, or excuse me, co-sponsor for the show is, of course, Maggie's Cupcake Cafe Bakery. But if you are interested in being a sponsor of Beyond the Plate RVA, make sure you hit us up on social media, Instagram, Beyond the Plate RVA TV show, or of course you can uh, directly email me at Rebecca at RLPproductions.com. And so now to our fantastic guest. I'm so excited. Yes, today we have the phenomenal and the, the, the wonderful, and oh my God, this woman has such a background that I was not aware of. And when I found out about it, I was like, oh yeah, she's coming on my show. And, and I literally chased her across the room <laughs> to ask her to be on my show. So I have with you the wonderful chef Ellen Victoria. How do you say your name? Because I'm always going to, Victoria is the thing that messes me up. It's Ellen Lucky, right? Chef Ellen Lucky. Ellen Victoria Lucky. Ellen yep. Victoria Lucky, um, that's it. Of Victoria's Kitchen. Yay, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have you again uh, for our viewers who this is the first time coming into the show or first time watching it, the reason why I retailored the TV show version of this to a podcast is because uh, earlier this year, Chef Michelle and I had the chance to attend the Black Women in Food Summit in Washington, D.C. And it was just a life-changing event because we were in a room with over 200 plus women of color, black and brown women, who were there to learn uh, how to grow their food business, their beverage business, or their spirits business but also to connect with other women who um, have the same spirit and energy or trying to create something out of nothing or something out of our grandmother's recipes, um, our family's uh, food culture or our culture in general. And it just really gave me the desire to want to come back and retail the show to really give black and brown women that platform to tell their stories. So I wanted to bring you on here, uh, Chef Lucky, because... Number one, she is a customer of Maggie's Cupcake Cafe Bakery. <laughs> yes, she loves her cookies, right? And but also you have a a, a kitchen, a commissary kitchen, but you also have a, a a food and catering company. But you're also teaching people about how to run a food business, and we'll get into that definitely because I've watched some of your Instagram videos, and you have helped me. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So so. What was your inspiration or who was your inspiration for your food story? Tell us a little bit how how you got started in this. It was my kids. So originally it was my oldest daughter, Ariana. Mm -hmm. So I have Ariana, Jasmine, and Rachel. But Ariana um, was born with a lot of food intolerances. Yes, okay. And, you know, they prescribed so many things and it just wasn't working. And, you know, when something is wrong with your child, you're going to find out yourself. Yes, you're going to figure it out. Um, Especially our moms, like, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of research, even though I already knew how to eat. You know, I like to eat. (laughs) We all do. I didn't necessarily eat everything that I should eat, (laughs) but I knew knew better. And so I knew how to tweak things, and then I, I learned a lot from my grandmothers, too. But with them having farms in North Carolina and things and spending a lot of time down there, but... At culinary school, I also learned a certain portion on how to help heal my own child's gut. 
that. And so it was just working with her, but I didn't quite do it just yet. Mm -hmm. I still was working in corporate America because, you know, you had to live. Yes, we, as <laughs> we all else. have done. Yes, we all worked in corporate America. And then um, we had our second child. And then with our third child, she had about 12, 13 food allergies. Oh, wow. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to show her how to make her own food and right. let her have fun. And then also help my other kids with their math and reading in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, food is universal. Yes, if it is. If you can feed somebody, right. then you'll be able to teach them. So I started coming up with, like, these different concoctions in the kitchen, these recipes, mm -hmm. making it, I don't want to say simplifying it because children are not, are not simple. We just right. have different ways of learning. Like, exactly. adults have different ways Their of learning. Their brains are still growing. Yes, and so they were loving it, and I was realizing it was helping them with their academics, with okay. math and reading. Yeah, the were, science of mm -hmm. cooking. And they yes. were completely different in the kitchen. It had so much confidence. Oh, it was wow. like three of me's in the kitchen. Oh. Plus me, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, is. this is where it is. Right. And so I went to my husband. We talked about it, and I was like, let's do this and we did it so you have a so you have a cooking school yes. so, so tell us like what is the the inspiration behind it i know it's part of it is the children but like when you went to your husband said let's start a cooking school i know he must have looked at you like what <laughs> you don't even know let me tell you something so he used to work in hospitality okay yeah right. <laughs> when we were dating when i was at vcu and he said i'll never go back Oh, wow. Well, we've been back. back. But we created our own lane. Right. And the, and the other inspiration behind that is because I just wanted to teach people because my story goes all the way back. Like, I, I was originally supposed to be in law. I was, okay. on, I was going to VCU to do my um, undergrad. I was getting English Lit major. Oh, that's me. Hello. Yes, see? And um, doing my contracts, learning <laughs> right. all that with Spanish mm -hmm. minor, and then doing finance jobs from the Career Center. Yeah, girl, this is story. And what then, happened? So, and life happened. Oh, right. And so, I was spoiled because my dad and my grandmother's cooks. Mm. I didn't have to be in the kitchen. I was in the kitchen because I was hungry, and I wanted to be the first person to get <laughs> See, the food. Right, right. But I guess I didn't know that unconsciously I was paying attention. To what they were doing. I thought I was just waiting for the food. Right. But something just kicked in high school um, and college after my parents paid for me. Right. It was like, you want to go to college? What? <laughs> you are me that already you paid me. You owe me a thousand. Girl, I don't even want to go there that way. <laughs> Love you, mama. <laughs> but she, um, I remember her saying, you sure? You know, wow. you, you don't already been to school. You can go to a lot of school. And so I had went to culinary school with Jay Sergeant Reynolds. Loved it. I was right. It's a great program. Yes. I, they do. I love it. I'm going to go back because you oh, never, wonderful. you don't never stop learning. That's right. I was acing it. I was at the top of my game mm -hmm. and I started getting sick. Uh-oh. I was like, what is happening? What's going on? And I went to the doctor. I mean, in the, the courses, I had all my courses in, snagged into one day. Oh, so wow. it was 5 a.m. in the morning up to be at school around 6 or something. Ooh. I didn't get back home until 9 or 10. I didn't have kids at the time. Oh, well, see, yeah, you can and do that. You know, <laughs> the hustle is on when there's no children. It, it tell me yes. about it. And I was killing it. And I started getting sick. And I went to the doctor and was waiting for the test results. Mm -hmm. And I found out I was pregnant with Ariana. Girl, I did that too. Master's degree. Girl. Found out the first semester. Like, what? But my situation <laughs> at that time, I had the doctor told me, he said, you either going to stay in culinary school and oh. lose your baby oh, or wow. drop out and keep, and keep her because we had three miscarriages before oh, and I had yes. to be bedridden. The fragility. And I was like, well, that's no, you know, I'm, I'm going to yeah, get out. Bedridden, here I come. And it was too late. I couldn't withdraw. So oh. I had to get, I got failed out. Oh. And they tried so hard, and I was like, it's okay. And I said, but I told, and I tell that story not mm -hmm. to sadden people, no. but you can always go back. Yes, you as can. long as you're still breathing, you can go back and fix things. And so what I did was, until I got myself together, I created my own lane in culinary. And I told my chef, Chef Miller, I said, I'm going to come back. I said, I might be 40, 50 years old. Okay, <laughs> I'm but I'm back. Yes. And, but I created my own lane. I love that. Because that's one of the things, you know, again, 
22 years in, in education. I was an educator for 22 years. I used to always tell my students that, you know, they would come in and they would think that they have to, they have to come straight out of high school into college and, and finish those four years. And there were some students that I could look at and I, their struggle was so evident. And I would say to them, baby, you know, school will always be here. Mm -hmm. You can always come back. It's, it's, it's okay. If this, if something has occurred that is not enabling you or allowing you to finish, yeah. or you know that you are literally not ready for this, then step away from it, get your piece and come back. And while you're doing that, like do what you said, create your own lane. So when you were creating your own lane, which was the, the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. That was your own lane. So what were some of the um, challenges you and your husband faced in, in terms of being a black woman who's now starting to, trying to create a kitchen, uh, a cooking school um, in an environment that is not often supportive of black women trying to grow a business like that? It, you're right. Um, it's not very supportive. I mean, being a black woman in general. <laughs> um, but it, you just, funding was a huge issue. Right. Um, I would see counterparts that I eventually did my research. You should always do your research before you go into the right. business field that you're going to go into. But I hadn't did my complete research on having a cooking school. It's just something I just thought about doing. Right before I had started it. And when I realized who my competitors were and they didn't look like me, mm -hmm. and I would see them getting all these fundings and right. bank loans, because you can look things up, and I, I just couldn't, I would apply and I couldn't get those things. Right. And and I, I came from corporate America, so I was doing, I wasn't the richest, but I was pretty good. I was working mm -hmm. with the executives, and that's where I learned a lot, about business. a lot of business right. from, because they will teach you <laughs> with no filter. Exactly. <laughs> you would see it all. Right. And I'm thankful for that. But I couldn't get funding. Um, a lot of times people um, underguessed me. Like, they would just oh, yeah. put me under the table. But I learned. Like, But I like that. Like, mm -hmm. I want you to not know what I'm going to do. Right. Be surprised think, by my success. Yeah. Right. I want you to be like, oh, that little girl. I've had people say, oh, that little black girl over there. They would call and say, mm -hmm. you know, you're the little black girl that owned that cooking school. I said, yes, I am that black woman oh. that owns this cooking school. <laughs> I love how you changed girl to woman. Thank you. Because oh, I'm not. That's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. And my age, too, would be. I was right. always. At the time, I was always the youngest person doing things. Right. And my main thing, and that's why I, I specify youth cooking school, because a lot of times people will define our youth as in, in comp, like they can't, they're not capable of doing anything right. right. And I'm saying they need to learn just like us. So that's why I wanted to focus on children, because children, they have that earnest, sincere desire to learn something when you open yourself up to them. Right. Like you still have to help put them in check because you don't want them to get away with everything. Much, yeah. um, you want to teach them accountability and responsibility in cooking class. Like I tell people, I'm not just teaching them how to cook. This is a life skill. Right. Behaviors. When they go off, thank you, behaviors, attitudes. Right. attitudes. We have about 80% of our clientele at the cooking school. A lot of them are on the spectrum. But when wow. they're in that kitchen with us, they're phenomenal. a whole nother person. Right, because, it's, because you know in the kitchen, there's a there's a, a energy and a dynamic and a structure to it. Mm -hmm. Like there are certain things you know in the kitchen you cannot do, mm -hmm. and then you know there are things that you can do. But you know that things that you cannot do is for your safety and for the safety of your customer mm -hmm. and your and brand that you're building. Yes. So I love that you're working with young people because what you're doing is you're planting a seed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and that is so important with with our our children that they understand the possibilities of their life now so that as they travel through it into adulthood they'll realize you know what I remember Miss Miss Victoria she taught me that I could do this and I'm gonna go for it and I think that that's fantastic so do your children come to the cooking school with you too? they're there all the time and that's one of the benefits of it because when when I started the business I had a 
had a kindergartner, a preschooler, and a toddler. Oh, wow. And the toddler would go everywhere with me on all my business being I traveled with her, mm -hmm. and she would be on her top behavior. But as soon as we hit that <laughs> minivan, it was it was over. I was like, what? So, <laughs> so it so when you when you figured out what was the issue that was blocking you from getting the funding, well, how did you figure that out? Because Again, we want not only want to give a platform to you and your business, but we want to also lead the way, pave the way for others behind us. So I'm sh there, I know there are young women who are who have this dream to be in culinary school mm -hmm. and or to open up a restaurant, but they don't. The funding is the big blockage for Black and Brown women to get into the field. So how did you overcome that hurdle? Yeah. So funding and um, the proper resources and being right. able to trust somebody. And I'm about to go to that initial resource that I had that's sitting over here across the table from that me. That would be Chef Michelle. Yes. Yes. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the financial resources, I'm going to be honest with you, I started the business with $150. That's awesome. $100 to register with the SEC. There you go. And then $50, I went to the Goodwill and Melothian Turnpike. Mm -hmm. I put all my kids in that minivan and went through there and found a $25 toaster oven. And I called <laughs> all the local Goodwills. And the next one that had to went for $25 was all the way in short pump. Oh, wow. All the way in short pump. And it started raining outside. Oh, I said, no. we getting in this van. Okay, we go. And I got both my toaster ovens. And that's how I started wow, Victoria's Kitchen at my um, oldest child elementary school at that time because she was in kindergarten first mm -hmm. grade and I started there so we uh, originally we had to foot the bill we right. had to foot the bill and it came at a cost yeah. we invested a lot in our business we made a profit the first year but it came with a cost mm -hmm. I mean we had I had left corporate America because I was it was just not a good environment right. for 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 me exactly um, we, know, we know what she's talking yeah. about y'all can read between the lines <laughs> and I don't, I don't take the disrespect lightly no, especially no. when I'm giving you my all and um, mm -hmm. I was always told that I'm an overachiever and I say yeah well God made me to overachieve right. so don't stop me you know I don't like our people being put down just because we're good at something. Right. Not that I'm perfect at everything, but if I'm good at it, I'm going to be good at it. Right. Because that's what I was here to put, put exactly. here to do. But we had to foot the bill. And in all of that, I will tell you, sometimes when you decide to go that course, you lose things. Mm -hmm. um, we, we lost our home. Right. We lost our home um, because we didn't have the backing that we did. But my husband and I had a plan. We knew that we weren't going to be able to go but so far mm -hmm. and that if we didn't keep on going with the dream and the vision that we had that we would regret it if we didn't keep exactly. going so we had to come to the conclusion together we prayed a lot partnering yes. we 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 talked about it a lot y'all cried a lot we cried <laughs> he's not a crier but i, I cried you cried I, it's you a releasement right. yeah. i think crying is a release it is it's a releasement i'm not gonna hold on my emotions inside like even if right. you upset me just because i cried i mean i'm not gonna I'm exactly still watch yourself so y'all y'all got it together right y'all talked about it. and then who and then but outside of him, you also had additional support. You found another brown woman, black woman to help you. Okay. I did. Thank you. So after, outside of my husband and my mother right. and my God family and um, my aunts, we had a lot of support system. I, one day I was at, I think it was at a market at 25th meeting <laughs> at the theater. It was Robin's Theater. It was some type vendor meeting. And it was sitting at this table by myself, and this lady came up to me, and she was like, hey, Shaka, how you doing? Uh -oh. I was like, hi. And I knew who she was, but... I, I wasn't nobody. You know, no, I, can't I, was somebody, <laughs> I wasn't somebody, but I, yeah. I didn't have a, a, any type of level of status. Right. You don't make me feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm <trying> to <laughs> It was, I don't know if it was, the, it was 
one of the theaters because it was a she vendor meeting. It was cry. a vendor meeting. I was sitting at the table by myself because I was ready to soak in some knowledge. Mm -hmm. And she came on. She said, hey, sweetie, how you doing? And I was like, hi, I'm doing fine. She, and we started talking. And you started giving me um, knowledge and mentorship information mm -hmm. about where to go with the business because I think they were doing like headshots there, pictures, and they were just giving all this information out. But it meant something to me because somebody that looked like me what? came over there and talked to right. me and gave me all this knowledge. Like she was telling me about how she first started the businesses and when she was at, I think it was a flea market. It was just all this yeah. information she was giving me. <laughs> See, and I was, I wish about. I had a notebook because I always carry around a notebook. I didn't have one that day. I was writing down all the information. That is awesome. And that's we just kept point. it going. Yeah, right, that's the whole point of this is like, and that, that's how I kind of got in. I met Jeff on my, when we had the show. Is the TV the show. show it is. And, and this is wonderful. I just started telling her what we were trying to do with the bakery, and she became a resource. But that's the whole point. We want this show. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason why I started this in the first place, being an educator. It's always important to me to, to provide education, information, and, and knowledge so that you can decide whether or not you want to take what I'm giving you and run with it. Mm -hmm. And so to to have a dream and take it as far as you can mm -hmm. and then to connect with a resource who can take you a little bit further that's what what this is all about so mm -hmm. you i would say then or would you agree with me that it's important to not only as you said do your research do your research find out about what you need to get your capital yes but, do it because we'll talk hopefully have a few minutes to talk about the a metropolitan business league yes. because you just got a big award from them for doing that and they were a big part in helping you big do part. that right mm -hmm. so connecting with local resources and then connecting with if you can find other women who look like you, mm -hmm. who've got, who've been where you're trying to go, who can show you how to get there. And are willing to be transparent. Willing to be transparent. She has no problem telling you. She gets on my nerves so much. She's so transparent. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I love that transparency because I don't. I do not like for anybody. Don't sugarcoat anything with me. Right. Just tell me like it what is. It is. Right. That's probably why I married the man that I married. You don't sugarcoat anything because. What good is that? It's no good I, at all. I, the world isn't going to sugarcoat it. So, so then what is the big, the one thing you love about being a woman in food, a woman in this business? That I get to make my own way. That I get to be creative and think about think about being out of the box because, you know, working for somebody else and thinking out of the box gets you in trouble sometimes. Exactly. And they want to keep you in it. They want to keep you contained in that. Right. right. And you right. would be like, no, but I can do this for you. Right. But it wasn't my time to have it done. It, you just have to learn how to be patient, do that research, learn how to be transparent, learn how to accept that it's going to be some failures. But that's I learned the best mm -hmm. of my failures. I did not enjoy them. At well, the no, time. nobody does. Mm -hmm. But they're great. They're great lessons for you. So, so you now are in a position to be the resource for others because you've learned so much through your. I don't like to call them failures because you tried. Mm -hmm. And a failure is when you don't try, mm, when you get yes. up, right? Yes. So you had lessons that you had to learn. You picked up those lessons and you ran with them. And so now you're here, you're, you're one of the influential women, one of the big women here in, in the Richmond area for your cooking school. Yes, you are. For your cooking yeah. school and what you're doing. But let's talk about what's your favorite dish to make. It's like when you are like in, in the place, in the Wusa place. Like, what's the dish that you like to prepare that, that brings you happy happiness? Go ask somebody they like to eat. <laughs> what's their favorite dish? Well, Pick one. <laughs> sweet potato casserole. Girl, what? no, and, she um, didn't. Now take it. Smothered pork chops <gasps> that we would often come and eat on too many Sundays <laughs> from somebody's table. From Chef Michelle's mom, Michelle's cafe. Who I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I would about. always give my children extra side dishes. Oh. Because she, I, see, I knew you were going to say that, and, and they would be so used to that. But I just love comfort food, anything yes. that brings comfort, because that's, I, 
you know, we used to have all those Sunday family meals. Yes, right? that's the whole point. At yeah. grandma's house. Yeah. And that was, it was just so many people and not a lot, a lot of places to go in the house. But you just felt so good. Yeah, and, love. And, and I think not just because, yeah, because of the love yeah. and that she would be older, but still making all that food. And right. on my dad's side of the family, it's just, it was about seven or eight siblings and mm -hmm. they, they all had kids at the same time. So <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like the same steps. Right. It was so many of us. But grandma and granddaddy's house was just the place to be. My grandmother, Lee, oh my gosh, she was the best cook. And everything was Southern comfort food. Oh, yes, Lord. And she's the only woman that could get me to eat pig feet. Oh, When she was alive, I'd okay. never, because grandma I passed. I, I don't know what she did. It was a hot sauce and that mustard and the season she put on. But I would never in my life, I said, I'm never going back. It's not that's for right. me. Because well, cause certain people, like, it's just... It's the hands. It's the love in the hands. It is. There's something is. in the hands. That there are certain foods that only certain people can make that you'll eat. Like, I, I'm not going to touch no pig's feet. But, and I'm not going to touch no chitlins. But my brother can make the chitlins that sends my mother into her happy zone. And he's the only one that can do it. Like me, I don't even ask me. Don't even look my way because it ain't happening, right? And that's why she can't. Exactly. I'm not. But 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 I love that though because that that is that is the story of Black and Brown women. The yeah, way that is. we have shown love, and I say this often on a show, is by that plate of comfort food. Mm -hmm. So when you see your children are in a place that they need that love, do you go in there and make that food? Yes, I do, food? and they come in there with me. Yeah, because so, my. My son eat a whole pot of baked macaroni and cheese, baby. That boy tear it up. You <laughs> see, they do. And we had to learn how to... We, we already Twink, knew yeah, how to tweak it, but with the youngest daughter with her yeah. allergies, and, like, we had to come up with new recipes that didn't... Because sometimes when you do food substitutions, that stuff doesn't... It doesn't taste right. And yeah. so she was tight, and she was little at that. She's nine now, but it was, like, around seven years old, <laughs> six years old. She was like, Mommy, I don't like the nasty allergy food they have. And she had said, can we make our own? Right. And so she actually has a brand called Rachel's Harvest. Oh, and she. She's too little to do the um, shark tanks, right. but I think in about two years, two or three years, she'll reach the mm -hmm. age range. But she, we make our recipes and we started to sell them because we have oh, a licensed wow. kitchen. But you know, when COVID hit, we had to kind of take right. a break from that. And she's like, "Can we get back on that? What's, what's happening that. with my?" <laughs> so you're creating a new, a new woman in food, and that leads mm -hmm. to my next question, which is, what is the vision? for your brand in the next three to five years? Like, are you bringing in Rachel's Harvest connected to that? You know, bringing in products. What are, what are you doing in the next three to five years? Well, it's very interesting that you <laughs> asked that because um, in um, about a month, uh -huh. a little less than a month, you all will see the next two phases of Victoria's Kitchen okay. um, come to, a like, you'll be able to see it. So the first Part of the second phase is our event space, which is located next door Ooh, to the cooking That's school. right, yes. And yes. it's going to be a pop-up space, a Ooh. restaurant pop-up space and an event space. So it has a private kitchen in the back mm -hmm. with a serving window. And then you can also just rent it for events, baby showers, meetings. Oh, wow, um, yes. But your caterer, licensed caterers can come in the back and use it to actually make and serve the food and store oh. it there. And then we have our kitchen clients that can also go back and forth when the cooking school is booked to use right. both spaces. Um, but we wanted to do like, because there was a need for um, a, a small venue that would be less than 100 people right. that had a certain amount of budget pricing mm -hmm. where you can have like small weddings and different things there. Right. And then the next part, which we already announced on um, Virginia This Morning a couple of months back, mm -hmm. is Southern Spreads. Ooh. So Southern Spreads... Um, 
Sounds like food to me. It, it is. It, I love it. So, um, Southern Spreads is our line of frozen retail side dishes. Oh, wow. So it's gonna frozen be in, food. Yes. Girl. So, because we. Wait, let me, let me give you the Tiffany Haddish. Girl. <laughs> this is not <nice>. noise. <laughs> what is that? Okay. There's a lot of food out of here. Yes. But not all of it tastes good. No. And especially when you have to reheat it. Hey, yeah. Like, your food tastes good when you have to reheat it. I love that. That's because it's real. <laughs> It's seasoned you. and then it's well prepared. Someone, someone had the audacity to tell me to my face, "Do you really peel potatoes?" I was like, <gasps> "What?" I said, yes. "You just offended me." I said, "You be boiling, peeling, can on." Well, real cooks do the audacity. Yeah, peel the potatoes. Yes, yes. But we're coming up with because a lot of times, you know, you're in there, you see all of these brands yeah. and right, and, yeah, you know, that don't we read between the lines, people. <laughs> it doesn't match our flavor profile, right? And so I was like, well, we already, because we love teaching them about how to cook. But no matter how much we would teach people how to cook, the parents would come in and say, can, can we pay you to make this meal for us? I, said, oh, well, I just I, taught you, child. But I just, I, so that's, you want this? I'm like, I so just now you're going to have it ready for them. It's going to be ready oh and it's going to be at local so grocery brilliant. stores. And I love that. Our goal is to go global. That's exactly. the goal. But you know, it takes time yes, it and does. it's a learning but process. But you start, but again, this is the whole point. Mm -hmm. You saw a need and you filled it. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. saw a need with a cooking school. Well, first with your child and yes. you filled it. Then with a cooking school with children, you filled it. Mm -hmm. And now the event space under for under 100, you are filling it. And now the frozen food industry need to cook for families. You're, you're filling it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things, again, that is so important for... Y'all just understand that black women have always been entrepreneurs. Always. We, we just didn't have the point. label on it because we see a need and what do we, we automatically do? Yeah, we go, right? We fill it. We see a need and we fill it. We look at our community, we see this need, and we say, how can I fulfill that? And it's recognizing that sometimes the constraints of a quote-unquote job can get in the way of you fulfilling the need. And so when you left corporate America... That was because you were called to fill a need. Exactly, but I had to get pushed out. And well, some of us do this. Sometimes out. some of us are hard headed, and guys like, okay, you know what? Because <laughs> you think about your I'm gonna do something, yeah. And when you have little kids, yeah, you it's can't just, You have to be careful yes, you do. with that leap. So then, what do you need then from the community to help to help you then? Because we're 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 coming down to the end, but I want to make sure you give us what we can do to help you. We just need community support, just like every single right. business. We need community support. We need. Um, we we felt like we built a lot of trust in our community because mm -hmm. um, we try our best to get as many like funders as we can to offer a lot of free community right. classes. But we need community support. We need the community to sell us out in all the grocery stores that we're going to be in. We need you to come to the cooking school yes. building and the event center where we have our own little setups where you can sell us out. Um, the holiday season, like even right. like to go and purchase those, but just all throughout the year. And, you know, we all, because, you know, our culture, we can be like, that's not how my mama made it. Right. You know, it's just the way, you know, the right. way it is. But to just give it a try. Right. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't have Spread your power. power. I love it. Just wait. Um, <laughs> not everybody's family. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I this talk about that a lot. This is true. That, that's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're speaking to those whose grandmamas didn't know how to cook. Everybody. They didn't come from that <laughs> But no, it's they true. want to do that. No, it's <laughs> true. Because my grandma, my, my mother's mother knew how to cook, but my daddy's mama... I love my grandma. She, mm -mm. she was not the one. I did not like her food. Her eggs were running. Did not like it. Just food. Eat it so I, I had to eat it so I wouldn't die. But no, but that is very true. So, but it's okay. It is. It is very much okay. So, so chef, tell us. How, you have three children. You have a growing business. How do you 
take care of yourself mentally, spiritually, physically? What is your daily mindset practice to help keep you moving forward and going in a healthy way? Well, first, I want to be realistic. Like, it gets hard. Yeah. It does get hard because, I mean, life is what it is. We all we were not made to like deal with everything mm -hmm. that we have to deal with today, especially women, not, not, especially not black putting women. the men down, yeah, but, but, no, but in the, black, the black, black women, women yes. we have a lot to put on. We have a lot on our plate mm -hmm. and it's just the fact that I just, a lot of times I just will shut the door in my room and I would tell my kids, don't touch the door. <laughs> like, like this Your is mommy time and I'll lock them out the door and they know to leave me alone. Right. Um, there's a lot of times cooking is therapy to me. Wonderful. So I will go into the cooking school. I leave everybody home and I go into cooking school and I'll cook. But my husband is also extremely, he, he does, he spoils me because he's, he's like that partner. I remember my mama told me, she said, you're going to need a patient man when you get married. <laughs> I said, my God. Like, what? She was fortuitous. <laughs> she always, because she, she knew me. Right. And I was like, I got to fit it. At first I was like, but you know what? My mama knows. Right. And so I, God gave me somebody who's patient. But doesn't sugarcoat anything. Right. <laughs> and but I needed that because it helped mm -hmm. me grow. But he's always there. My mom is always there. Mm -hmm. Our family support system is there. Um, you gotta have a support system. I don't care how good you think you are or how independent right. you wanna be, because I like being independent. But I'm learning, you know, as I get older, I want somebody to help me. Exactly. Like I'm delegating more tasks. So you have to learn how to delegate. You have to yeah. learn how to be alone, have that alone time. Too. Ask for help yes. with delegating. Yes. You have to ask for help. And then also, for me, I just pray. Because I find out if I don't pray and the world gets crazy, I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. Right. And not saying that I'm not strong enough mentally, but the stuff that we all facing now since but COVID hit, it is a whole nother right. level. And I don't have time for that. Life already life in. Life is always extra life. foolishness. Life is always life in. And, mm -hmm. and that's the whole point. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show thank today, you. Chef. You've been phenomenal. And you've, you've laid down some nuggets particularly, again, about being uh, women, black and brown women in business, we do not and do and should not carry everything. No, We're we not responsible for everything. And so asking for that help, delegating, mm -hmm. but also staying true to your vision and going for it, are, it's, it's how you go to the next level of healing and wellness. It is. And it I is. appreciate you so much for coming on the show today. How can they find you? Social media. What's your social media handle? So we're on Facebook and Instagram at Victoria's Kitchen RVA, Victoria's Kitchen RVA. We're also on, um, our website is victoriascookingschool.com, victoriascookingschool.com, southernspreadsfoods.com, southernspreadsfoods.com. And then you can find us on TikTok, thanks to my kids, at Victoria's <laughs> Kitchen Kids. Don't laugh at my videos. Yeah, I'm not, but soon Rachel's Harvest is going to be and Rachel's Harvest is going to do a relaunch. Yes, that's going to be gluten-free, dairy-free foods. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys want to also learn more about, about Chef Ellen, make sure you go to the Metropolitan Business League's yes. website because she, she won. What's the award you won? Um, it was Member of the Month. Member, Member of the Month. month. Mm -hmm. It's still fantastic. They're giving lots of love. Yes. You. you know what? I was shocked when I was the one that won. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's a whole other conversation. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to Beyond the Plate <laughs> RVA. I'm your host, Rebecca Pierce. We'll be back uh, next time with another fantastic chef you guys to support so make sure again you follow uh victoria's kitchen on all social media platforms and we'll see you next time.